Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody. It's Dave here from Vikings First and Skull and Darren. Again, is not. And I'll get into that at the end of the show, why he's still not here. But it does have to do with the wildfires. Hey, that, that's life. Got to take care of your own, baby. Got to take care of your own. But what are we doing today? Hey, you know it's been a busy week for your Minnesota Vikings. It started with cut down of the roster to the initial 53-man squad, followed by a couple of days of acquisitions, and a few players moved here, a few players moved there, IR, waved, cut, do this, do that. All the dance that happens right around cut-down day as the Vikings consolidate their team that they're going to use going into the 2023 season. From there, we as fans went on to watching for extensions. Because we had two players, TJ Hawkinson and Justin Jefferson, that we've been told extensions can come at any time. We need to watch. Or they might not come at all. We were hoping. Well, we partially got satisfied, I would think. So we will find out. We're going to go down or we have one down on those extensions, and we have one to go. And we're talking about all of this on today's Two Old Bloggers. Next. Vikings First and Skull presents This Week in Vikings Land with Darren and Dave, your two old bloggers. 
everybody. It's Dave again and Justin over What's there. Up? I want to introduce you to Justin Day. If you don't know already, Justin has his own YouTube channel, which is called Purple and Gold for Days. It's a play on his name. Pretty smart, huh? Justin is also part of Vikings First and Skull. He's part of our podcast team, and you can hear his podcasts usually twice a week on your favorite podcast aggregator. And that's the only place you can get them. So another reason to subscribe to the Vikings First and Skull podcasts. And Vikings First and Skull podcasts are an arm of fans for sports network who are kind enough to pay us to do all this, and we love them for <laughs> it. And it's a great site where we even have writers. And you can go over there daily and catch up on some of your favorite Vikings news or news across the league or news across all of sportsdom. If you're into soccer, baseball, basketball, wrestling, they got a big wrestling content over Ooh, there. Yeah. Whatever you like, they pretty much have it or are trying to get it. So he, Justin, he is assuming the blogging personal, uh, persona today since Darren isn't here. Something new for him. And he'll be joining me in the latest discussion of what's happening around Vikings land. So let's get going. How are you doing, Justin? I am great, Dave. Thank you so much. Shout out to Darren and all the good things that he's having to do to get that situation and all of those people help. I'll do my best to sit in for Darren in the two old blogger sanctuary. I'll do my best. But thank you, everybody, for joining us. We got 32 people in the building already, and we're only three minutes into this bad boy. Hello to everybody. Yes, I said hello in the chat, and that'll be the last time I'm in the chat tonight, ladies and gentlemen, because, well, I'm actually on with Dave today. So thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. The regular season is upon us. It is preseason no more. It is not. Well, are any of the starters going to play? No, they're not. Finally, we get to see the starters. We get to see Kirk Cousins, Jordan Addison, Justin Jefferson, KJ Osborne. We get to see Daniil Hunter. We get to see Harrison Smith. And we get to see the Flores defense with real stuff. I'm not saying unreal, but with the starters. <laughs> we get to see all the blitzes from those guys. How are you not excited? Because you, you if you're be. not, you you got to be. You got to be. So, we, we're, we're officially kicking off week one, ladies and gentlemen. This is it. This is the final two old bloggers on a Sunday for a while. Mm -hmm. We'll get it back is. to the scheduling uh, for all of the channels here shortly uh, or at some point during the show. But thank you again, Dave, for having me. And uh, best wishes. Shout out to Darren. We hope to see you back in the slot soon. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to start out. I had uh, normally we go with three themes. I have four. This might be a little bit of a long episode, but I think everybody's cool with that. The, at least the ones that are watching. Now, if you're out at a lake enjoying yourself, fishing, you know, doing that last bit of enjoying summer, by all means, do that. Watch us on, on the replay. But we're going to have fun with everybody here. And I do want to thank everybody that's here already. Now. First theme, TJ Hawkinson is locked in. 
The Minnesota Vikings made a significant move by signing TJ Hawkinson to a four-year contract worth up to $68.5 million, making him the highest paid tight end in the NFL, at least on paper. The deal includes $42.5 million in guarantees with a $29.92 million fully guaranteed bonus at signing. That's a nice little paycheck, and you wonder why he's out house shopping. Hawkinson <laughs> signing bonus is $18 million, spread out over five seasons with a charge of $3.6 million a season. Now, I thought the contract was a win-win for both Hawkinson and the Vikings. The maximum value of the contract, uh, with the maximum value of the contract, Hawkinson can claim that he's the highest paid tight end. Or better yet, his agent can claim he got <laughs> the highest the paid, right? And that's all a part, part of this business. You want to do that. But the Vikings got it to where they have flexibility at the end of the contract. And here at the beginning of the contract, guess what? They save cap money. I think it's a wonderful deal. I think it's absolutely great. What did you think, Justin? I think, like you said, it's a win-win for all parties involved. Um, first and foremost, you save a little bit of money on this year's salary cap because he was slated to make 9.3 and is down to about 4.9. So that's $4.4 million of extra cap space. And because we had signed the running back, which we'll talk about later in the tackle from Buffalo, you know, we, we're getting down to the nitty gritty and you always have to have a little bit of money in the rainy day fund, as you call it. So the fact that you move four and a half million extra into this year's cap was a win. The fact of the matter is $18 million signing bonus over five years is only cap hits at 3.6, as you said. And the last two years of this extension don't have any guaranteed money. All the guaranteed money is in the first three years. So you're, you've still got your flexibility. And that is what Kwesi Dofa Mensa has said ad nauseum is he wants to have cap flexibility. He wants to have roster flexibility. Yeah, all the guaranteed money is in the first three years. And the salary cap hits over the next two years at 14.1 and 15.1. That's reasonable. That is market value for a tight end of his caliber being in the top five tight ends. So, no, the Vikings did not get a sweetheart of a deal like they did with Daniil Hunter back in 2018. It wasn't that team friendly, but it was certainly wasn't an overpay. <laughs> it was not an overpay whatsoever. And I, some people thought this was an overpay. And I'm like, no, it's square on. Is exactly where it should be. So, I and I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. And it's it's interesting that this is the first contract contract extension, long term extension by Quasia Dofamensa, our GM. And I thought it was a good one. And there's nothing wrong with that. That should, you know, everybody's worried about Quasi's a bum. Fire him already. Well, hey, you know, there was a few things we needed to see first. Let's mm -hmm. get, you know, a few years of the draft. Let's get under cap, uh, out from under cap hell, which we're real close to being at already, uh, out from under it, it, that is. And let's see how this works out. And for the people that think they paid Hawk too much, I'd like to refer, refer you to one of my favorite writers of all time, a Grand Forks originator, Mr. Arif Hassan, right? And Arif started over at Daily Norseman, and he writes 5,000-word tomes 
to explain a whole bunch of stuff. And that's his style and it's cool. I like it. But he broke it down by taking his spreadsheets. That's right. Skull Purple Podcast. He took it down by breaking his spreadsheets. And if any of you know Arif, he loves his spreadsheets. And he took it and he looked at how much, how can you compare players over eras, you know, how much they make and how much is it actually worth? And he proposed that the best way to look at it is by percentage of cap. Right? That year, 2023, is what he adjusted everything to because we know the cap for 2023. And he looked at percentage of cap. How much of the pie, the whole cap pie, is that player taking up? Well, when it comes to TJ Hawkinson, people are said, I, you know, he's making the most of any. But is he? If you take people that signed earlier, a few years earlier, are they making more of a percentage of cap than TJ? You know, he would be making the most if he had the biggest piece of pie. Well, guess what? He doesn't. It turns out that what uh, Arif said, and I'll quote, the importance of tight ends has increased over time. Individual players have taken up more of cap in recent years than they did a decade ago. That's an interesting story in its own right. But the important thing is that can he really be compared to recent tight ends? And the answer to that, now that was the unquote, is yes. Now, he took out Jimmy Graham and Rob Gronkowski because, you know, both great tight ends, but they're no longer playing football. But he looked at everybody. And TJ comes in at sixth amongst modern tight ends and modern tight ends. He went all the way back. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I got a big enough head already. There we go. He went all the way back to Shannon Sharp in 1997. And he looked, but TJ comes in sixth amongst the modern tight ends. Well, if you think about it, well, isn't that about where we have him figured? We figure he's top mm-hmm. five tight end. Well, he's getting right. paid as the six. Uh, and we're talking average APY of the cap. It's the percentage, how big a piece of pie over that yearly cap was. And number one is Darren Wall Waller with the Giants. He makes 8.2%. Followed by Dallas Goddard of the Eagles making 78 Mark Andrews of the Ravens at 7.7. George Kittle of the 49ers at 7.6. Jimmy Graham and Rob Gronkowski came in next at 7.5. And then TJ at 7.34. So I still think, even though they paid him, you know, 17.125 million APY on year, on average, He's not, yes, he's got the biggest number due to cap inflation. Call it capflation, right? Because right. cap goes up every year. But he's not taking the biggest chunk of the pie. So I think we got a good deal. And he's happy because he can say that he got it. We're happy as fans because we've got him locked in till what, 2027? Right. And, uh, mm-hmm. and the team's happy. 
Win, win, win. And as I said, those last two years, you can go back to the negotiating table. If Mm -hmm. that's market value for him at that point, you, you keep it for what it is. If it's too high, you go to him and say, "Hey, we're get, let's let's extend you a couple years, but we're going to finagle the numbers, turn some of it into signing bonus, and move the cap numbers down." The fact, again, worst case scenario, absolute worst case scenario. Let's say three years from now, you have to move on and you trade him. You're only taking seven point two million, which are the last two three point six prorated years. That's it. It's not like when you cut Adam Thielen and had to take a $13 million dead cap hit or when you cut Dalvin Cook and had to take, I believe, an eight-point-some million-dollar dead cap hit. No, for two years, 7.2 is absolutely nothing. So he maintained flexibility uh, for the team um, at that point. Uh, Just a quick side note on a technicality. Technically, maybe we are going to say that Kwesi's first extension might have been C.J. Ham, but I get your point. It was the first major extension. Major extension. You know, major, major guy. But with all that being said, I had somebody hit me up and say, well, C.J. Ham was okay. True. True. All right. Fair enough. That's true. I agree wholeheartedly. But to wrap wrap this up, to say this is a good deal, um, again, Right now, Travis Kelsey is the best tight end, but he's not the number one paid tight end because he signed his deal a couple of years ago. The best player at a position is oftentimes not the highest paid when you're looking at average per year. Right now, I think we can all agree that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. But being that Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson have more recently signed contracts and they only signed for six years as opposed to 10, Patrick Mahomes is not, quote-unquote, the highest-paid quarterback from a percentage standpoint. That's what happens. I mean, I said this on my reaction uh, video for Hawkinson. When Kirk Cousins signed his deal, was he the best quarterback in the NFL? No, no he wasn't. But he was the highest-paid. But he was bit. the latest guy to get a deal. And five minutes later, Matt Ryan, <laughs> he trumped him because he was just coming off of uh, going to the Super Bowl a couple years ago, and they paid him a bucket load of money. So. Again, I think to quote uh, Ted from uh, Vikings Report with Drew and Ted, there's just ESAT nation. Everything sucks all the time. We got to complain about something all the time. Yes, the Vikings are in a salary cap mess, and they're going to be for another year or two because guess what? It took five years to get to this mess. The idea that we were going to be out of the mess in two years, sorry, it just wasn't going to happen. So I agree with a couple of the commenters there. What's up, Zone? Um, he, Kwesi's doing the best he can with trying to keep the team competitive and trying to clean up a mess. You know, if you have a $10,000 credit card debt and you still spend the way you've been spending to accumulate that debt, no matter what you do, you're still going to have debt. You have to change a little bit of your spending habits in order for that credit card balance to go down. Same thing with the salary cap. Mm-hmm. Rick Spielman would have found a way to keep Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook and Zadarius Smith and Patrick Peterson. He would have found a way. He would have just pushed more dead money. It had been like the Saints where they're pushing money out for five, six years. Exactly. So, no, this is a good move for Hawkinson. I'm guessing his ears feel better. I'm guessing his back (laughs) has never been better. He's in the best shape of his life. We can put that joke to bed finally. Yeah, okay, he was holding in, but he was still doing so. Who cares? It's done. Let's move on and let's be happy. We got a good player. 
for five mm-hmm. more years. Now, what I want to highlight a previous comment, Skull Pot, Purple Podcast said, I don't think the Vikings would have offered TJ the deal if they would have felt it prevented them from extending JJ. And you are 100% correct. They would not Absolutely. have if that was the case. But we're going to move on to, uh, besides keeping you know the whole locker room cool and the tight end room cool, and the tight end room is pretty functional. You've got pretty Hawkinson, deep, yeah. who's your primary pass catcher who Kirk Cousins absolutely slobbers over because, you know, he's there, the security blanket. You brought in Josh Oliver, who's the big bruising blocker type who can catch on occasion. I like to think maybe he's like uh, the Jimmy Kleinsasser back there, but we'll see. And then you have the best third or third tight end in the league and Johnny Munt, <laughs> and you have Nick Muse, who's a little bit slippery himself. Yeah, so they have a lot of things that they can do. We expect more twelve-man schemes coming up this year, and it's going to be fun. I love the way they put that together, kept that together, and it's going to be fun to see how that works out. But not in just the tight end room; it also affects Justin Jefferson, right? And not just ah. Uh, TJ Hawkinson's contract's going to affect Justin Jefferson's contract. Well, that's true too, right? But it's also going to affect it on how everybody plays on the field. Mm-hmm. Let's take a little review, right? When the Minnesota Vikings last year, we had our start. Suddenly, Irv Smith gets hurt again, which is a common thing. Yeah, and oh, by the way, the sun rose in the east that day, too, by the way. Yes. And uh, (laughs) so Quasi went out and traded for TJ Hawkinson, right? And got him second-round pick from the Detroit Lions, and Detroit was happy to get rid of him. And and Detroit this week has been, see, you guys had to pay him. We didn't want to pay him. And and I was like, (laughs) thanks. Appreciate it. Um, but the Vikings, prior to TJ Hawkinson, were averaging 6.2 yards in the air per attempt. After TJ Hawkinson, it jumped to 8.3 yards per attempt. And we saw the production of the offense pick up. That's what we want. We want an offensive powerhouse. Hell, mm-hmm. we want a mighty defense as well. But an offensive powerhouse is fun to watch. And if we can score 30 points a game like I preached all this offseason, we can win a lot of football games. And the fact that he's there and that he takes some of the pressure off of J.J. because they were doubling and tripling J.J., and that's not going to stop. They're probably still going to do that. But they had T.J. to defeat them underneath and get the ball advanced and, you know, the medium – routes and stuff like that. TJ's not going to be your down the field burner. No. Right? But he's no. going to get you the short yardage or medium yardage that he needs to as long as it's thrown past the sticks on the medium yardage. He's going to get that. He has the capability. And he has mm-hmm. the capability of breaking tackles and doing things you know we love seeing. That helps JJ because the defense now has to go shit. 
I wanted to put three on JJ, but I can't put three on JJ because I got to dedicate one to TJ. And we're going from there. Well, now enter this season. TJ is under contract. TJ is happy. TJ can't wait to catch footballs, right? JJ, on the other hand, is sitting there going, oh, I'm going to set records, baby. (laughs) Why? Because you have a pissed off KJ Osborne that's ready to not diminish his wide receiver two route. And you have the young rookie, Jordan Addison, getting ready to catch everything that's thrown at him. And as long as his diminutive size doesn't hinder him and he gets injured, this is going to be fun because there's no way, no way any defense is going to be able to cover all four of those guys. None. And if you want to play it heavy, if you want to play heavy against the pass, we'll go heavy on the line with 12 formations and we'll run the ball right up your That's why I say I think 30 points is there. 30 points game is there. And I think part of that locking in TJ, happy TJ, happy, you know, offensive life. And we're going to have a happy JJ, hopefully. But the whole idea of TJ being there helps. Do you disagree? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Not at all. I think this was a matter of circumstance and a classic. This does benefit both teams. Yes, you could make the argument that from a fiscally financial conservative responsible way the Vikings would have been better off taking a tight end in the second round who would have been on a rookie contract okay but you're ignoring that this trade was made at the be- if this trade was made in the offseason that argument holds a lot more water but it was made during the regular season where you had started out hot you had put eggs in the Irv Smith Jr. basket that once again got scrambled and went all to heck in a handbasket and you brought in a guy that helped your team right then and there. So, yes, to the Lions fans that say, hey, we took this guy in the first round, we used up his rookie contract, and we got a second-round pick in return for him, and we drafted his replacement, that's all well and good. For where your team is at, that's that's a good move on your part. Just because it's a good move on one team's part doesn't necessarily mean it has to have been a bad move on the other team's part. Quickly, digs for Justin Jefferson. It was a good move for Buffalo at the time. 
to get Stefan Diggs and pair him with an up-and-coming Josh Allen. They have been to the playoffs every year. They've been to the divisional round every year uh, and an AFC title game where they lost to Patrick They're Mahomes. They're considered contenders every year. They've been contenders for this entire time. Yeah, in hindsight, could you have said, well, if Buffalo had just kept their pick and drafted Justin Jefferson, they'd be in the same spot? Well, you don't know that at the time. So at the time, it was a good move. Diggsy is doing what Diggsy does and is getting bored with the, you know, his current location after about three years for the second time. Shocker. But just because it's a good move for one team doesn't necessarily mean it has to have been. Well, that means it was a bad move for their team. Sometimes it can be good for both sides. Mm-hmm. So, you know, let the Lions do what the Lions fans do. I mean, they don't know what else to do with themselves. They actually are you know, thinking they have a shot of winning this division, which uh, we'll, go ahead and let them. We'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah. But <laughs> all I'm saying is you made a move in midseason to replace a player that had gotten hurt that you knew was not going to come back. Uh, and I think the only thing he actually did was catch a touchdown in that Giants game. I don't remember him doing anything else mm-hmm. since he got, since Earl Smith Jr. got back from his injury. So, no, it was a good move to get him, and it was a good move to keep him, and it was a good price. They didn't overpay. They didn't get a sweetheart deal, but they didn't overpay. They paid market value. It's end of discussion there. Right. And and another thing with TJ is TJ's going into his prime. You've heard me say yes. ad nauseum, you draft a tight end for their next team. Well, their next team. we're his yep. next team. He is reaching tight ends don't usually reach their prime until about their fourth year. He's entering that spot. And we already know he's good. Yes. He's damn good. And he's just getting better. So I am quite pleased with how all this worked out. And I do think it's going to help Justin Jefferson. I do. I do. It One, shows him the Vikings are willing to pay. Right? And they've said that. And we'll get into that in the next theme. But I think because he's there, TJ's there. Right, and he was going to be there anyways, but because he's mm. happy in there, right. being happy, and as Davey said, don't count out KJ, and I'm not counting out KJ. I think he's going no. to play with a chip on his shoulder. Absolutely, and I'm not counting out Jordan Addison because I think that kid's special. I just I worry about his size, and I'd love to see Jalen Naylor. That name was brought up. He's your speed demon. Go deep, right? I think this could be a powerhouse offense. Now, Zoe said it depends on who we play. Yes, so it does. There are some good defenses out there. But I still think we can, even against good defense, put up a lot of points. So that's going to be the key. It's to stay efficient, not get behind on the count like we did last year. Stay efficient. And then bang, 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 bang. I think we're going to all be happy when it comes down to the end of the season and we look back and go, that was the right move. The only thing on offense that concerns me, and we've talked about it, we won't get too much on it right now, is the interior of the offensive line. Somebody I I was chatting with said, well, how do you think teams are going to defense all these weapons, Jefferson, Osborne, Addison, TJ, and the running game by committee? I said, the best Defense against Justin Jefferson isn't somebody like Sauce Gardner or Jair Alexander. The best defense is a nose tackle like Aaron Donald and Dexter Lawrence. You notice all the games that J.J. had 100-plus yards versus the games where he had 40 yards or less, 
it wasn't that some cornerback shut him down like he was Daryl Revis or Deion Sanders. It's that the defensive line got to Kirk Cousins. That's how you stop Justin Jefferson is get to Kirk Cousins. You mm-hmm. don't stop Justin Jefferson straight up. So right, for the most part, you know, um, for the most part. Mm-hmm. So that's my only that is like the one concern on offense I have. And it's a big and, one, well, but it's, it's the only one. one. And I, I hope it's better. <laughs> but overall, the the trade for Hawkinson, the extending of his contract Absolutely. shows commitment to building this team, Quasi building this team, wanting to build a winning team. KOC, you know, was running this offense. It's all his vision. I think it shows commitment that we haven't seen in since 2018. Right. And then they start gutting the defense. It shows commitment. It shows commitment on the right side of the ball, the offense. And I think the Vikings are positioning themselves to be reckoned with for years to come. Kirk Cousins or not, we're going to be ready because you have all these guys in place. Even if we bring in a rookie quarterback next year, they're, they're, that rookie quarterback's going to be in a place he can succeed because mm-hmm. of all these good weapons around him. Yes. So I think it's a great move, and I love the commitment. And you know what? Speaking of commitment, are you guys out there fan of the Vikings? I know you all are. That's why you're watching us. But you could also be a fan of another team, and you happen to be watching us because your Vikings friend shared the show with you. Right? That's cool. We'll take anybody. We'll take our enemies watching. We don't care. But we want to let you know that if you wish to see a week one game of your choice, and if you're in the Minnesota area, obviously it's Minnesota versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next Sunday. Fans first sports is giving away four, four tickets of your choice up to $5,000. Let me do the math. Carry the one. That's $1,250 a ticket. That gets you primo seats in just about any stadium in the NFL much less U.S. Bank Stadium. But there are four tickets of your choice. You have a chance to win. Heck, like I said, you could take the best seat in the house and send your three buddies up in the nosebleeds. I don't care. But it'd be a great time to have, and you have a chance to win. You ask me, how do you win, Dave? Well, you go over to contest.fansfirstsports.com and fill out the appropriate information. That's it. Go to contest.fansfirstsports.com and fill out the appropriate information. Once you've done that, you're in. Now, you don't have much time to do that, though. You have today and you have tomorrow, and then it's done. They will announce the winner. Hopefully, it's a Vikings fan. So make sure you get over there contest.fansfirstsports.com and I will throw that in the remarks real quick right here all you gotta do is go over fill it out 
and get primo seats. And even if right now you have your own seats, hey, four more would be sweet. (laughs) So, and there it is. I just posted it. That's all you got to do is go over there and get your chance to win. And I wish you luck. I wish I could do it. We can't do it because we're part of Fans First Sports Network. But I wish you luck. Now, we're going to head on to theme three, which is about the Justin Jefferson contract. But first, I need to take a one-bar break. And in those of you <laughs> that won't watch, one bar and Lopakis know exactly what I'm referring to. I will be right back. Justin, entertain the folks, answer their questions, and tell them what you think. Well, normally on my lives, I interact a little bit more with the chat, but this great discussion today has allowed, unfortunately, me to uh, get a little behind on this. So want to say hello and thank you to everybody. I'm going to go through as many names as I can, as I can see. Skull Mafia in the building. Davey Chains is in the building. Raymond is in the house. My Worthless Opinion, the single greatest Twitter, Facebook, YouTube handle of all time, because your point, your opinion is rarely, if ever, pointless, certainly not on any show that I appear. Patrick is in the building. Norsevius. Yes, Norsevius. I know. I have to cut up my latest episode of uh, Curmudgeon and Punk, so I had to leave it down. I'm working on the flag. Norsevius got me a flag uh, with my logo on it, and I'm going to get that hang- hung up here soon, so I appreciate you. Uh, I want to mock Bob is in the building. Thank you kindly, Bob, as always, for joining us. Travis, what's going on? Good to see you. Aaron? Just got back from Arlington with the Twins win. Oh, great. Twins swept the Tex, the Texas Rangers. Awesome. Uh, Raymond, my worthy. Frozen North, good to see you as well. Uh, Dalton, good to see you. This is the first time I've seen you. Uh, so thanks again kindly for joining us. Mateo was in the building as well. Who else we got in here? Who else we got? Ah, Skull Purple Podcast. We had a, a comment up for uh, from you earlier. Terry, nice to see you as well. And if I've missed anybody, uh, Patrick, I think I said hello, but I'll say hello to you again. Uh, Dave, one of the questions I'm going to throw back at you is we forgot to say early, uh, but I'll, I'll get it to you. In the zone, uh, we have you as well. Uh, oh, yes, the temperature, 100 degrees? In, yeah. yeah, it's 97 where I'm at, so uh, I suppose that's not all that surprising. So- Skull for Life is here. Uh, I think I got everybody. If I missed you, I apologize because there's just so many. I'm scrolling as fast as I can. Uh, I think I got to the end. If I if I didn't hit you, put another comment in there. We'll get you there. But the question on the table, Dave, what you drinking? We always we for you know normally I'm in the chat and I'm asking, so I forgot. What you drinking, Dave? Still Austin, which is distilled and down here in Austin, Texas, thus the name. This is the artist series. It is their straight rye whiskey. It is a uh, what's the proof on this baby? 99.6 proof. Woo-hoo-hoo. And it is delicious. 99.6 body temperature, as they say. <laughs> yeah. Now, people asked me last week, what's Texas funk? I always say I love whiskeys with Texas funk. And this has Texas funk as well. Well, Texas funk comes from the aging process. Because whiskeys brewed here, and any good whiskeys, bourbons or whiskeys are generally are distilled using uh, lime water that comes through limestone, and we have a bunch of it here in Texas. They have a bunch of it in Kentucky and Tennessee. That's why that's your traditional best spots. But we have that too. But 
One of the part of the funk is uh, they try to use ingredients that are grown locally, whether it be right. rye, whether it be corn, what type of corn, and they're trying to get away from the yellow, uh, typical yellow corn, the type of wheat, whatever they're using in their mash bills, they try to do locally. You get the local flavor of the ground that way. But the funk, a lot of the funk comes from the weather down here and the aging of the bourbon or the rye, the whiskeys in the barrel. Now, a bourbon in particular requires to go into a fresh American oak barrel. That's by regulation. It has to be American oak barrel. Brand new virgin oak. They char it. They burn out the insides. That's what gives you your caramel color. And uh, they pour the whiskey in, and then it's got to mature a minimum two years to be a bourbon. Well, <clears throat> a lot of them go two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 14, however many, right? And people think, oh man, that's a 24 year old, and it may not taste as good. Well, here in Texas, the whiskey ages faster in the barrel because of the temperature ranges that we go through and the heat and everything else, and it absorbs into the wood grater because we're hotter. We're hotter in the summer, right? And then it keeps aging because it only stops aging in about 40 degrees. It keeps aging almost all year round. Whereas right. in Kentucky, in the when they store the barrels in the barrel houses, they'll age during the summer, and then when it hits wintertime and they stop and they rest, right? And the whiskey comes back out of the wood, and it's a and it's a different type of aging process. The bottle of whiskey I bought Tyler, which you'll see tomorrow night, was aged in Minnesota, which is a little bit different. But it's all because of that aging process here. We tend to get more of the wood because it's more concentrate, and it course and it we call it the funk. You can taste it. It's different than a Kentucky bourbon. A Texas bourbon has a different flavor to it, and I like it. That's what a Texas funk is, and that's what they call it. This is different. It's good. One of these days, I'll have to try a Texas. I don't uh-huh. have access to those up here. And, oh, for the record, for those asking, I'm just sipping on a Coors Light. You know, yeah. I don't have any great stories like Dave just did about the Coors Light drinker here, but at the end of the day, y'all came for the Vikings. But Greg, thank you for that whole breakdown. I, you know, I just go to the liquor store and buy some. I don't know about all these aging processes. And I how bet you've got some Texas done. whiskeys up there that you can get. I'll, I'll have, have to look. look. Total wine and more. If not, Tyler can hook you up. I'm sure, I know yeah, he I'll knows get what to look. Yes. Now, back to the show. Real quick, real quick. So anyway, thank you, everybody, for joining us. If you haven't already done so, hit that like button. I believe we got almost 50 people in here, and I think there's only 25 likes. Hit that like button. That helps the channel. It helps push the episode out both during the lives and afterwards and helps grow the community. And if you haven't already subscribed to Vikings First and Scold on the YouTube page, what are you waiting for? Hit that sub button. And oh, by the way, if you haven't subscribed to me on Purple and Gold for Days, hit the sub button over there, too, if you all don't mind. But in all seriousness, theme next, where are we at, Davey? Because this show is so long, we're dividing it into two parts, and this is the end of part one. I want to thank Justin for acknowledging everyone that is watching, and I hope more of you join us next time.
this will be the end of part one. And of course, with that, what do we say, Justin? I say, skull to the next episode. You say, skull leggings. Skull leggings. Like, subscribe, and ring the bell. And rate us on your favorite podcast aggregator. Darren and Dave, thank you for watching this episode of Two Old Bloggers. We look forward to seeing you on every show on the new Vikings First and Skull. You can find our podcasts as part of the Fans First Sports Network. Sports takes for the fan, from the fan. Skull, everybody! Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This has been a Vikings First and Skull production. Part of the Fans First Sports Network.